Good morning. This is Frida Liu. It's Raise Your Game. Uh, more people are becoming aware of the transformational impact of neuro-linguistic programming involving people. And this probably because NLP gives people the tools to be able to make a deep level change within themselves. It offers practical solutions to shedding baggage and eliminating the barriers to limiting beliefs to stop people from moving forward. It helps change mindsets and motivates people as well as unleashes their inner, inner desire to succeed. Well, human equation... Uh, Together with Sheila Singham, it's a company that has successfully incorporated these tools in its training and development programs and has had positive reviews from people who have attended their programs. And yet, there's still the old school thinking that talent management and development programs are only valuable if they deal with enhancing competencies that are directly tied to the business objectives organizations. Uh, there are companies that reject modalities like NLP without truly understanding the value it brings and based on hearsay alone. So Sheila Singham from Human Equation here for another year. Haven't seen her since last year. Um, of course, this is our Tools for Transformation series. Yeah, um, So she's here together with Wiki Sundram, the general manager of the Royal Langkawi Yacht Club, on how NLP has had a positive impact uh, on raising employee performance and helping meet business objectives. So, well, Happy New Year and welcome to the both of you. Um, you know, so this whole thing about the, you know, NLP, is it still the case that you've had companies reject the programs because of their NLP component and the rationale behind it? Well, by and large, Frida, now more and more companies are becoming cognizant of the value of NLP. It's become sort of a buzzword for, for a while now, mm. but people are beginning to realize how much impact that it has. Because, you know, people talk about transformation and raising employee performance and all that. People forget that Behavioral change comes from a mindset change. You've got to help people change their mindset, attitudes, before they can change behaviors. But yeah, there are a lot of companies out there, old school thinking that, oh, you need to invest in training that will give them the competencies mm. to, you know, do things that will enhance the performance, uh, the, you know, the, the business The immediate ROI. Ah, uh, immediate ROI. Mm. But you see, at the end of the day, what we, you can teach people skills. Huh? You can teach people skills like selling skills, customer service skills, leadership skills and all that. How to, the how-to. But if you don't, give them the skills to transform themselves first, their thought processes, then all of these uh, skills that you give them, they, they, it's a choice, isn't it? Whether they want to take it out there and use it or not. So what we do is we actually specialize in giving people that, infusing that mindset change mm. that gets them to take ownership of their results, right. regardless of remuneration, you know, whether the, the environment is good or not, whether their boss is wonderful or not. It's about you operating at cost to take ownership of your results that will then impact the business results of the mm. organization. I mean, you can do all these things, the how-to, but if your why mm. isn't big enough or your why isn't firm enough or strong enough, I don't know why I'm doing it. It's true because a lot of times people just like, shove a whole bunch of people into a training program and say, oh, you need these skills. But what the what's in it for me mm. is not communicated to the people. So we, we often start off by telling people the what's in it for me, what's in it for you to attend this and take on all these concepts and skills is it's going to be for you, for your development because you can take these tools anywhere you go. As you go upwards in this organization or should you choose your path that's not here and you go somewhere else, these are kind of universal tools that you can take and apply wherever you go. So it's for you, for 
yourself. And people totally get it. The mm. tools that we give them, they totally get it. And so we've had, even after two days, people come up to say, wow, this is really impactful. And I'm like, wow, really? It, it never ceases to amaze me and thrill me when someone comes up to me after two days and says, wow, that was really amazing. And, you know, it's mm. really caused me to have a mindset change. And, uh, and I'll tell you an example of where a few years ago, we, we did a program on coaching with a, a bunch of managers and there was one particular person in this program who was on the point of leaving the organization. She was very unhappy, unhappy with the boss, unhappy environment that she wasn't being allowed to ex- you know, explore her creativity and all that. But after the coaching program, it was a six-day staggered program, she stayed on. She's still with the company hmm. making waves. Right. So there you go. So it's not about teaching people how to um, change their environment or, you know, but it's teaching people how in spite of the environment they're in, the, the, the not perfect environment, the ideal environment they're in. It's about how you change yourself and adapt yourself in whatever situation you're in, giving you the tools, strengthening the inner man, so to speak. You know, when you when you sit down with potential clients and you tell these kind of stories, you know, how a person was about on the verge of leaving and then continue to stay on and do well the company, is that is that taken on very well? Yes, it is. And I also show them photographs sometimes of people who come like for my public programs. They actually see a physiological change, you know, in the person. They say, wow, really? In eight days, this happened? I'm like, yeah. I said, really? Is it true? I'm like, yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not putting it on because, you know, these people have given us permission to mm-hmm. show their pictures because they themselves are amazed at their transformation. And, and we give them testimonials as well. We tell them stories. Uh, often stories are far more impactful in helping people to make the decision. People get excited about these kind of stories rather than me going on and giving you the whole right. spiel of, oh, you know, this can do that. You know, NLP can transform your organization. Uh, people are yeah, like, yeah, everyone claims that, right? Mm. But if I tell you the real life instances of stories of people who really not just physically but mentally and, you know, change and EQ and SQ is enhanced. People really okay. buy into it. What about in terms of employee performance? Are there some things that you show, uh, some good ex- examples that you show? Um, yeah, I do. We we do have um, testimonials. Sometimes my clients ask me for testimonials because mm. as far as they're concerned, if they're embarking on something, I mean, look, Frida, I don't go and shout like, hey, I'm doing NLP, come on board, everybody, you know, come on, come all. I quietly infused them into the programs, mm. all right? Because I knew at the outside when I started this about uh, seven, eight years ago that there are people who are a bit wary, you know? Uh, so um, why are they wary? I don't understand because uh, they are not going to the right source. Mm. There are tons of companies out there, international MNCs who are using in, infusing NLP into programs, right? So um, I, I guess people don't do enough of the research and they're just basing it on hearsay. So what I did was I quietly infused these tools into my programs and call it like communicating with impact or managing difficult customers or you know conflict management and and uh, prevention and so on and I just did that and I put in some of these tools and the tools were had really great impact people mm. went like wow this is so profound so useful you know and so after that I started telling them well this is what it comes from a modality called NLP. Then I tell them more. And now I'm getting more and more people who are willing to send their staff for my public programs mm. because they're beginning to understand. They have seen that so many of the managers have attended the programs themselves and they've seen that change 
behavioral change has to start with a mindset change, and that's what we specialize in. Okay, and of course, we're going to be t- speaking to uh, uh, Vicky uh, Sundram here, the general manager of the Royal Langkawi Yacht Club, talking about sailing. We're going to go sailing, but you know, you uh, tell us a little bit about um, the the Royal Langkawi Yacht Club. You know, and what what was what was the story? What's the story there? Uh, good morning, Frida. The Royal Langkawi Yacht Club this year uh, is the twentieth year. Uh, the club opened its door in 1996. Uh, we were pretty small. We were a 45-berth marina. And uh, with so much of marketing and promoting Langkawi mm. as a whole, as a sailing destination, um, in 2002, we expanded the marina from a 45-berth marina to 200-berth marina. By then itself, we were already the biggest wet-berth marina in Langkawi or even in Malaysia. Last year, we embarked on a major redevelopment exercise. Uh, the clubhouse facilities and more products were added. Uh, we are in the midst of final finishing up construction for a 44-room hotel, a mm. uh, new three-level retail complex, and the marina was also expanded by adding another 50 more berths. So today, the Royal Langkawi Club, it boasts 250 berth marina. So it's closed at the moment for renovation and all that? We were closed from February last year till uh, November. Mm. In phases, uh, as in work works were completed. So in November, we opened the first phase. Uh, the next phase uh, will be open in first week of February. Mm-hmm. Hopefully by end of March, everything is ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be fully back in business in April this year. Okay, so and how many staff did you, you know, 20 years ago, how many staff did you have? How many staff do you have now? 20 years ago, we started off with 30 staff. Mm-hmm. Today, we have 65. Right, so it's... There's room for more to come in because of the expansion, mm-hmm. more new products, more new facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, being a truly hospitality industry, our primary focus is, again, service. Because mm. uh, anywhere today you go, all you need is service. All you look for is service. Yeah, and you're willing to pay for good service. Of course. Right, and we'll talk a little bit about uh, what, why did you, you know, use NLP in, with, with your staff uh, in just a moment. I'm here with Ashila Singer from Human Equation and Vicky Sundram from the Royal Langkawi Yacht Club. You're listening to Race Again, BFM 89.9. Build fortunes modestly. BFM 89.9. This is Raising Game. We're going sailing. I'm <laughs> Frida Liu. I'm here with uh, Sheila Singham from Human Equation because it is the final Friday of the month and uh, she comes on talking about tools of transformation and how, you know, we're talking about how this can actually help raise employee performance. Uh, here to share uh, the story behind the Royal Langkawi York Club as a general manager, uh, Wiki Sundram. And just earlier on, you were saying that started 20 years ago, uh, it's 20th anniversary now, and started with 30 employees to now 65 employees. Of course, the birth also from 45 to 200 and, and 250 and lots of expansion going on. So why did you feel it was necessary to go for this for this training? What was what's this what's what was the situation uh, when you know when you were going through this and what what do you hope to achieve? Staff has been there. Um, I still have a handful of staff who's been there from day one. Um, hard working, but from the point of management, being an operator, um, they lacked confidence. Uh, they were very uh, reactive to new approach. Um, communication skills, English communication, uh, there was a lag in it. Because mm. 85%, 90% of our clientele are non-Malaysians, mm. English-speaking clients. Yeah. So I needed to boost their confidence. I needed to bring them to the next level. How do we look at new approach? 
new development. We are expanding. So when the place expands, human has to expand. So our, my main focus on human development. Mm. That's how human equation came into the picture. Uh, we've been working with them from last year. Um, having said three trainings, uh, it's a vast improvement in the way they approach customers. Mm. Uh, their confidence level has increased. I can see a lot of ownership. Their mm. ownership, they're more responsible and accountable in things they do, uh, the way they approach their customers, how they solve um, small problems within their means of uh, control. Mm. So there's been a huge change in the employee, the workforce, the teamwork, how um, it's been, it has helped us a lot. Mm. Okay, so I mean, it's very interesting that you say that. Okay, they um, y- y- if you you can't just you say if English is the issue, you can't be giving them English lessons if the confidence isn't there in the first there place. There was a lot right? of encouragements that was embedded in the training session, mm-hmm. but, but a lot of encouragements. Uh, the term that Sheila used to the staff, which brought their moral really up. You are the ambassador of the Royal Langkawi Yacht Club, so that oh, they they were so proud mm. because. Um, Everyone looks at the frontliners. No, it was like, no, you could be a housekeeping staff or you could be a maintenance staff. You're still providing the service. You're still the ambassador as when, to all our guests. That boosts their morale up. Mm. They're like, okay, I'm standing proud. I'm wearing this brand, RLYC brand. I got to do good, perform the best. Okay, so what was the most uh, you know, uh, pertinent tool uh, for, for, for the people there? Okay, there was a lot of tools. One uh, of the tools that Sheila focused was on our perceptual positions. We're very fond of looking at either my my position or your position, which is guest mm. position. She took them to a neutral position. Okay, mm. Not in your position or not in the customer's position or the guest position. Stand at the neutral position. How do you view things? Then they started looking at things in a different perspective. Right. So that was the main change. Till today, when they come back with a problem and they see me with a problem, I bring up, perception. go back to the perception, ah, the triangle. It's the word, the triangle, the A, B, and the C. Go and stand and see. What do you see? So now, they, so sometimes the word simple is the triangle. Okay. So the triangle. So uh, it's, it's the cinema. It's like watching a movie. Mm. Okay, Stepping so outside of your shoes uh-huh. and being dissociated in a neutral position, like like as if you don't have any vested interest in that situation, mm. and taking all the learnings and observations that you can, mm. so that uh, when you do get back in, and also stepping into the other party's shoes, so that you see things from their perspective, so that when you go back into your shoes, you have an idea of how mm. the big picture is and how other people are thinking, so that you can then adapt your behavior to take control of the situation. Situation and get the best results. Okay, so what was it like for for you to train them as well? What actually went, you know, what what went on uh, during that period? Okay, what happened was that um, when when this bunch of people came, um, especially the you know the non executive staff, I realized that I had to like just change my whole me and my training partner KP Warren. We had to change our whole training um, approach because we they didn't speak English. They mm. didn't. They were not really very good at English. So we had to do a lot of the training in Malay. But at the same time, we also encouraged them to speak in English. We said that we know you have it in you. You've been listening to this stuff. You have it in you. It's just that you have to book up mulut and check up. And mm. we gave them that confidence to do that by saying it's okay. We gave them a sense of. Uh, direction of the future, saying that hey, 
you don't just have to be a marina boy or you know an F&B waiter. You can be more than this. But it's all up to you. It's all up to you to take responsibility for your development, and that starts today. Mm-hmm. You know, it was amazing, Frida, because on the last day, it was a two-day program huh, for each batch. On the second day, uh, we had some role plays. And we gave them scenarios and say, okay, you play the customer, you play the RLYC stuff. Mm. And they all came up and they started speaking English. It mm. was broken English, but English nonetheless. That barrier of like yeah. embarrassment at making mistakes, it had dropped. Right. And today they are doing that. They at least, you know, they greet people in English. And and if, if at some point the, the person is speaking it is beyond them, they know what to do. They, they know how to say, oh, well, my English is not so good. I don't understand you, but maybe I can get someone to, to right. help me to understand what you want. So... Um, there's been a, a re- as, as Vicky pointed out, there's been an increase in morale, increase in confidence, and when people's yeah. confidence increases in a job situation, uh, it's in somehow their competencies, and you give them certain competencies, they're happier. Yeah, you know they're more fulfilled. There's more sense of satisfaction, ownership, ownership, and then their performance goes up as well. So when mm. when companies come back and say that oh this one is all about developing the inner persona, how relevant is it to meeting our our you know business needs? Uh, I say it has everything with meeting your business needs. When you change the inner man, give the inner man the tools to change, change his mindset, change his attitude. Then he will change his behavior, right. and when he changes in behavior to produce the results that the, to do the things that you want him to do, then he will produce better results. And when collectively a team of people produces better results, you are going to get enhanced business performance, which will then go a long way to meeting your business goals. Mm. And and uh, I believe that um, that is where we are taking uh, the RLYC team. They yeah. are rebranding into an international facility. They aim to be among the best in Malaysia, maybe the top, probably the top marina at some point in Malaysia, mm. and maybe the top five in the region. And so their people have to to understand where they are going. We have to give them that sense of direction, the sense of the future, and their sense of ownership in making that happen. Right. And I believe that, yeah, oh, we yeah. Just, yeah. They have taken a lot of initiatives. Some of them started buying newspapers, English newspapers mm. to read. Okay. So I tell them, pick up small articles. That will help you. Not sure. Come and ask me, what does this word mean? Um, they have improved their English speaking. They speak a lot of English to customers. And uh, a colleague of mine, she conducts uh, in a week two wise English lessons, yeah. but more on your nautical words mm. so that they get accustomed to words uh, which is related to Marina, Relevant, yeah. Okay, yeah. relative to their work environment. And um, yeah, it has boosted their confidence. I always tell them, your performance reflects on your personal individual. Right. And it, it, and uh, you, how do you put a price on, you know, confidence and, and all that, right? You can't. You can't. Yeah. So, and, and even, and the reason that you took this sort of like a quieter period you know, to do this training, what, what was the thinking there? You know, it's a quiet period, it's a downtime, now is to upskill them and uh, to, to improve. It was an opportunity which I maximized because we were uh, partly closed for the mm-hmm. reconstruction, renovation, redevelopment. So, there was not much of activity in terms of work. So I said, okay, this is the best time uh, to give them training, mm. motivate them, boost their morale, their confidence. And I've been talking to them of how the new development is going to look like. Mm-hmm. But with this training, 
they were well prepared for all new RLYC. Right. So moving, moving. Sorry, you saying? Now, just saying that the uh, yacht club just finished uh, hosting the Royal Langkawi International Regatta, and I would say that the staff really, you know, in spite of teething problems, the new development reopening. They really rose to the occasion, I think. Right, and, and moving forward, I mean, it's not; it can't be just a one-off, right? What, what, you know, their, their confidence is boosted now, and everything. Do you foresee a uh, uh, a continuation? No, it's a con- yes, yeah. it's a continuation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am very happy working at Human Education. Sheila, her partner, KP Warren. We're looking. We are working on a long-term right. plan. Right, and when yes. you say long-term plan, then what would be next? You've got your confidence. What's next in terms of? Uh, I think it's reinforcement. It's taking skills deeper. You know, uh, Frida, I always say that companies call me in for a two-day program and then they expect miracles for the next five years. Yeah, um, people do leave the programs upbeat and, you know, with certain tools. But as with all human behavior, repetition, reinforcement, then just results in a sort of consolidation of those skills. So. It's just like a car. Every 10,000, you go to the <laughs> service. So. Okay. Yeah, that's a very good that's analogy. Good okay. metaphor. No matter how good your car is, every 10,000, you send for service. Yeah. Just so to make sure. Ah, just it's to, run, it's to maintain perfect. it. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, a, a, a training has to be an ongoing process. And, you know, every year, maybe, right. bring us back to revisit those it's skills. A, it's is not it? a one-off thing. It's, it's not a one-off thing. It's yeah. a continuity. It's a reason for me to go back to Langkawi, yeah, I say. Uh, speak, I was Let's to go work. sailing. <laughs> Wiki Sundra from the Royal Langkawi Yacht Club together with Sheila Singer from the Human Equation. You've been listening to Razy Game, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.